Critical thinking is the most important skill you can have when you're living in a world that seems to have lost its mind. Everyone out there is trying to tell you what to think. I want to teach you how to think. In every episode, I'm exposing the logical fallacies being used by advertisers, politicians, influencers, news outlets, social media memes, and maybe even your own best friend. Warning, listening to this podcast will cause you to see bad thinking everywhere. Welcome to the Filter Through a Brain Cell podcast. Hey, what is up thinkers? Kathy Gibbons here. Welcome back to the Filter Through Brain Cell podcast, where you get a little bit smarter every time you listen. You get a little bit harder to fool every time you listen. You learn how to love God with your mind a little bit more every time you listen. I'm so glad that you're here. So I just wanted to start off by sharing a quick message I received from a listener named Holly. She said this, I just heard you on Shanda Fulbright's podcast. I am so excited for the content that you're working on. Thank you so much. I truly appreciate all that you're doing. I love that. Thank you so much, Holly. I appreciate that. I had such a great time with Shanda on her um, podcast. It's called Her Faith Inspires. You guys check it out if you haven't. She has an excellent podcast and covers some really good topics that we're all facing today. But Holly, thank you for that message. It encourages me so much to hear from my listeners and to hear that the podcast is adding value to you. I really appreciate that. Hey guys, if you are planning on homeschooling your teen, or maybe you're thinking about it, or maybe you're trying to decide what you might want to do this fall. You do not want to miss the Purpose Pursuit Teen Homeschool Edition Conference. It is coming up April 25 through 27. I am super excited to be speaking at this event. It is a free three-day virtual conference you can watch from your home, and you'll get to hear from more than 15 expert speakers giving you and your teen all the information and the skills needed to prepare for high school, for college, for career pathways, life skills, and more. You're going to come away with some of the latest resources to equip your teen for the future. So register now. And again, this is a free event, but you do need to register. And there is an option that you can purchase the all access pass. And if you use the code THINK10, you will get $10 off that all access code. So anyways, again, the dates are April 25 through 27, and you can sign up at www.wellspentsolutions.com dot com forward slash homeschool. And I will put the link in the show notes. so You can check it out there. All right, you guys, let's dive into today's new fallacy. It is called the circumstantial ad hominem fallacy. Now, this may sound a little familiar because we did talk about the ad hominem fallacy back in episode seven. So let's do a quick review and then we'll do a comparison between that one and what this one is. So ad hominem as a phrase is just a Latin phrase that means to the man. So an ad hominem attack is attacking the person's character or their personal traits or their motives for believing something to try to undermine their argument rather than actually disproving their argument. So based on that, what is a circumstantial ad hominem fallacy? So the circumstantial ad hominem fallacy is, it happens when someone attacks an argument by saying that the person making the claim is biased and is therefore only making the claim to serve themselves. It's pointing out the circumstances of the person's, um, the, the details of the person's circumstance and why they're not qualified or why they're saying that this, the person's circumstances disqualify their argument is how I would sum it up. So this fallacy is sometimes called an appeal to motive, an appeal to personal interest, or an appeal to bias. And honestly, to me, the name appeal to bias makes more sense for this fallacy than circumstantial ad hominem. It just seems like it describes the fallacy better. But in my research, 
it does seem to be called circumstantial ad hominem more often, so we're going to go with that one. All right, so let me give you an example of this fallacy. So Lily argues that the sixth grade is the perfect time for a kid to get their own cell phones. Her mom smiles and says, you only think that because you're in the sixth grade and you want a cell phone. Okay, now, could that be true? Could Lily just be making this argument because she wants a cell phone? Sure, but the argument she's making is that the sixth grade is the perfect time for kids to get a phone. And her mom did not address the actual argument. She could have responded by saying that she thinks sixth grade is too young and then given her reasons for why she believes this. So anyway, so that's a super simple example of what the fallacy sounds like. It's when someone dismisses the argument because of the circumstances that the person making the argument or making the claim is in. So here's another example. Let's say Trevor is in the market for a new lawnmower. He goes to his local hardware store and talks to the salesperson who tells him that this one particular model is the highest performing, longest lasting mower that they sell. Trevor replies, well, of course you're gonna tell me that. You just wanna sell me an expensive mower so you can make a better commission. Okay, so is it possible that the salesperson is just telling Trevor that it's a good mower so that he can make a sale? Maybe, but that doesn't mean he's lying, right? Maybe he wants to make a good sale, but that doesn't mean he's lying. That particular mower may very well be the best one. Trevor would need to do a little research to see if it is indeed the best, rather than just accusing the salesperson of saying so because he has a vested interest in making the sale. So let's talk about this. The problem behind the circumstantial ad hominem, or appeal to bias, as I like to call it, is that it doesn't address the other person's claim or argument. It focuses, it focuses instead on the reason that they're making the claim, often implying that their circumstances or their bias means that they benefit in some way from the claim they're making. As you know, to make a good logical argument against someone's claim, you have to address the claim itself, rather than attacking the circumstances or the other person's biases. Now, that being said, can someone's circumstances and their biases affect their claim? Yeah, of course that can happen. And it would be wise for that to be part of the conversation. But I would say you still first have to address the actual claim they're making for you to make a logical argument. Okay, let me give you another example of the circumstantial ad hominem from politics. So let's say a senator from my state, Colorado, is trying to introduce a bill that would reduce taxes on the wealthy, and he's arguing that it will help the economy. Opponents to the bill say the only reason the Colorado senator wants to pass this bill is because he's part of the most wealthy 1%, and this bill will just help him and his rich friends. Now, is it possible or even true that this bill could help him and his friends? Sure, but does that mean it's not a good idea? And does that mean it wouldn't be good for the economy? Not necessarily. That's a whole nother conversation that needs to be had. And quite frankly, that is the most important conversation that needs to be had. You have to address the claim or the argument that the person is making. And they didn't actually address his claim that the tax cuts would help the economy. They're just dismissing it, saying that he's only passing the bill because he has a vested interest and it would serve himself in some way. So the question to ask yourself, if you think you're facing the circumstantial ad hominem, or as I like to call it, the appeal to bias fallacy is this, are they even responding to the real issue? That's simple, right? Are they even responding to the real issue? Okay, guys, 
That's it for today. Um, In next episode, I am going to give you another version of the ad hominem fallacy. And so I'll see you then. But until then, remember, when you learn how to think, you will no longer fall prey to those who are trying to tell you what they want you to think. And it all starts with asking one simple question. Is that really true? I would love to hear from you. Do you have questions about fallacies and cognitive biases? Are you now starting to see and hear them everywhere around you too? Well, send them in. They just might get featured on the podcast. You can email them to me at think at filteritthroughabraincell.com or you can connect with me on Instagram at filteritthroughabraincell. And if you want to be notified about when new episodes come out and all the things that we're doing, go to www.filteritthroughabraincell.com and sign up to receive email updates. I would love it if you would help us on our mission to teach society how to think well. Please subscribe, leave us a review, and share this podcast with people in your life.